The content provided by this podcast, Health, Wellness, and Community, is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical or legal advice. The host and guest, including Dr. Moore, who is a certified nurse practitioner, provides insights based on their experiences and expertise in healthcare and community matters. However, the information shared in this podcast should not be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment and is not tailored to individual circumstances. Always consult with a qualified healthcare provider for personalized recommendations regarding your health. Additionally, the legal aspects discussed are not intended as a replacement for legal advice from qualified professionals. Any actions you take based on the information provided from this podcast are at your own risk. To read the full disclosure, please see the link below. Thank you for joining us on Health, Wellness, and Community. Now, let's get to today's episode. For centuries, we have heard many things that are supposed to be medical knowledge that are rooted in science, when in actuality, they are untruths that have been passed on from generation to generation with no scientific foundation at all. Today, let's debunk some of these myths. Come on, let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Health, Wellness and Community Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Quentin Moore. And today on the show, we'll be discussing several medical and health related myths that many of us think are actually true when in fact they are not. But before we get started, I want to encourage you to subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss another episode. Also, a big shout out to the men of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated, specifically the Sci-Ta chapter in Lexington, Kentucky, for joining the HWC crew. If you would like to be a member, shoot us an email at hwcquestions at gmail.com and we'll get you on the list. Now on to today's topic. All through our lives, we have heard so-called medical truths that we have taken as the gospel when in fact these things aren't true at all. Today, we will address some of these medical myths. Here we go. Myth number one. Myth number one is one that everyone has heard of and many have tried to adhere to. Some successfully, some not so successfully. The myth is, you should drink at least eight eight-ounce glasses of water daily. In actuality, there is no scientific backing that states that one should drink eight eight-ounce glasses of water daily. However, this myth most likely started in the 1940s when the Food and Nutrition Board of the National Council told adults to take in approximately two and a half liters of water daily. When they said that, the American media took a hold of this and ran with it. The council later came out and explained that when they were talking about two and a half liters of water, most of that two and a half liters should come from, of all things, food. <laughs> That's myth number one. Myth number two. 
vitamins make you healthier. When I say vitamins make you healthier, I'm talking about the vitamins that you buy from the drugstore, from Walmart, from Myers, places like that. Now, we know that the vitamin and dietary supplement industry is a multi-billion dollar business. And according to the Mayo Clinic, most of our nutrition should be obtained from a diet filled with a variety of whole foods, not supplements. Supplements are not intended to replace food, hence the word supplement. One thing that research shows us is that whole foods have three main benefits over dietary supplements, and they are, number one, whole foods have a greater nutrition profile containing a variety of micronutrients for the body. Number two, we get essential fiber from such whole foods as fruits, vegetables, and legumes. This fiber can help reduce type 2 diabetes, colorectal cancer, heart disease, and strokes. And the third thing is that many whole foods contain protective substances such as antioxidants, which slow down the natural process leading to cell and tissue damage. Now, there may be some cases where a person may need to supplement his or her diet with over-the-counter vitamins, such as in cases where one can't meet all of his or her dietary needs through diet. Of course, you should do this under the watchful eye of a licensed healthcare provider. You also need to be careful when using supplements as they may be toxic in large doses and or may interact with medications that you are currently taking. Myth number three, you should wait an hour after eating before going swimming. This myth has placed a damper on many kids' summer fun. Essentially, there's no reason why one should have to stay out of the water just because he or she consumed food prior to entering. Now, I will say on a personal note, make sure that you haven't eaten a huge meal because it could potentially cause you to experience some discomfort. Pretty much just keep it simple. If you're going to go swimming before you go swimming, if you're going to eat something, eat a sandwich or two, drink soda, do some chips or some candy, something like that. But this still is not a reason to stay out of the water after eating. Myth number four. You can stop taking antibiotics when you start feeling better. No, 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 no. Don't do this. Do not do this. This is where I get on my soapbox. It is really important that you complete the entire course of antibiotic medication when it is given to you by a healthcare provider. Don't save any of the medication for the next time. Don't give any to someone else in your family or your friends or anything like that. Don't share your medicine. Now we've all heard of these so-called superbugs. And pretty much superbugs are bacteria that have become 
resistant to certain antibiotics. This is how they are formed. In actuality, once you start taking that antibiotic, the antibiotic begins to kill the bacteria. So when it begins to kill the bacteria, you start feeling better. Now, once you start feeling better, if you stop taking the antibiotic, this gives that bug or that bacteria a chance to become resistant to the antibiotic. This is not good. This is not good. And if for some odd reason your provider tells you to stop taking a medication and they're going to put you on something else, an antibiotic, take the first one and either take it back to that healthcare provider or find a place where you can safely dispose of it like a pharmacy. Don't do that. Take all of your antibiotics. That's just my soapbox. Myth number five. Since we're on the subject of antibiotics, the next myth is antibiotics can help me get over a cold. This is not true either. Most colds and sore throats are caused by viruses. Antibiotics won't help in any way with these types of infections. Antibiotics are effective against bacterial infections. They will do nothing for a virus such as the common cold, the flu, or COVID-19. Now, if I had a dollar for every time somebody asked me to prescribe an antibiotic for a cold, I'd be rich. I'd be rich. But know that if you have a cold or some other type of virus, an antibiotic will not help you. Myth number six. Ulcers are caused by spicy foods and stress. Now, I know a lot of you all are saying, yes, yes, they are. No, no, they are not. In the past, doctors believed that ulcers were caused by lifestyle choices such as smoking, stress, and spicy foods. However, research now shows us that most ulcers are actually caused by a bacteria called Helicobacter pylori, also known as H. pylori for short. If you have ulcers, they can be treated with a specific regimen of antibiotics, antihistamines, anti-reflux medications, and there are two or three different regimens that they could use, but ulcers can be treated. And so if you have ulcers and you start to have stomach pain or, or signs and symptoms of the ulcer, go to your healthcare provider, be evaluated, and then allow them to treat you for your ulcers. Myth number seven, a woman can't get pregnant during her period. This is not true. While it is unlikely that a woman will conceive during menstruation, it's not impossible. Listen to this. Sperm can actually live in a woman's body for up to one week. And ovulation can happen after the menstruation. So if a woman participates in sexual activity during her menstruation, there is a possibility of her becoming pregnant shortly after that ends. Just thought you should know. Myth number eight, the flu shot will give you the flu. While the flu shot may briefly cause mild fever and some body aches, 
It does not give you the flu. In fact, when you are experiencing these symptoms, it means that the body is mounting an immune response to the vaccine. Keep in mind that it takes around 14 days for your body to develop a robust immunity to the flu. Now, this does not mean that you will not get the flu because the flu has multiple strands. Now, what this does mean is that if you get a flu vaccine, you could potentially get another strand of the flu. You could potentially get the actual strand that you were vaccinated for. However, what this means is that your course of illness will most likely be shorter and that your symptoms that you experience will most likely be less severe. So know that the flu shot will not give you the flu. We're almost at the end, guys. We're going to wrap it up with these last two. Number nine, you lose more heat from your head than anywhere else on your body. Well, in a couple of words, it's not true. You don't lose more heat from your head than anywhere else in your body. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Lastly, number 10. Hand sanitizer is the best way to clean your hands. Actually, guys, research shows us that the best way to clean your hands is with good old soap and water. In fact, in fact, note that I did not say antibiotic soap and water. I just said soap and water. And here's how you do it. You are to turn the water on, wet your hands. After you wet your hands, you apply the soap. Once you apply the soap, you vigorously rub your hands together in between the fingers, uh, under your nails. Make sure you get under the nails because the nails, especially if they're long, they can harbor all kinds of ugh, stuff. And once you put your, you get your hands wet, you put your soap on, you start vigorously rubbing your hands together. You're going to do this at least for 20 seconds. How long is 20 seconds? While you're doing it in your head or out loud, whichever one you want to do, sing the happy birthday song. And then once you finish the happy birthday song, rinse, rinse your hands. Now, I'm not saying that hand sanitizer doesn't work because it is good when you are in a situation where there is no soap and water. But my preference is good old soap and water, soap and water. So. Today, we talked about 10 different medical myths, which a lot of us thought were true when in actuality, they're not. Folks, that's it for this episode of Health, Wellness, and Community. Again, I want to thank you for listening, and I want you to join us again next week. If you like the information provided by this podcast, make sure that you subscribe on Spotify, Stitcher, the Pocket Cast app, or wherever you get your podcast from so that you don't miss another episode. If you would like to be on our email list, the HWC crew, please send an email titled I'm all in to hwcquestions at gmail.com and we'll put you on the email list. I look forward to talking with each of you next week. And remember, knowledge is power, but if you don't take action with that knowledge, 
That knowledge is useless. We provide the foundational knowledge. You build on it and provide the action. So crew, it's time to take action and get to work. (laughs) 